welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here in our little hoppy farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. So thank you for joining me this week. I wanted to talk a little bit about homeschooling today for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, I'm a homeschool mom. You guys know that. Um, And I don't often do as many homeschooling episodes on the podcast anymore as I used to. But I really did want to talk today about homeschooling for a couple of reasons. Um, uh, Number one, I have a brand new homeschooling book out, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript. I've been so excited to see you guys out there getting your books. And please, if you have one, share about it on your social media and let others know about it. I would love to see your photos of you with your books. So tag me in those um, and, you know, just let me know what you think. Um, I'm really excited about this book. And so I wanted to talk today to my homeschooling people out there. But, you know, as always, if you're not a homeschooler, uh, you will always get something out of the podcast because I always bring it home to Jesus. And all the principles that apply really in our homeschool um, can really apply in our lives. And also, maybe you'll learn something and get a glimpse into our homeschooling life. Before I start, though, I do want to thank our podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is a Christ-centered, award-winning homeschool curriculum provider. Their mission is to help homeschooling students and families learn, live, and defend the Christian faith through their print and digital curriculum. You can um, visit them for free resources. If you are new to homeschooling or you're just thinking about it, please visit Apologia.com and check out all that they have to offer. So like I said, I have a brand new book out. It's available in paperback and Kindle edition right now. You can get that on Amazon. The link I will put in the show notes, of course. Um, But I've had such great feedback. You know, this is my, let's see, one, two, three, fourth book, uh, homeschooling book. And I've actually had somebody tell me that this was their favorite one yet. So I'm excited about that. So please visit um, Amazon and get your copy today. It's called The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript. If you want to know more about the book or take a peek inside, I also have a video. I will post that in the show notes and it's available on YouTube that talks all about um, what's what I'm writing about in this book, which is really about not getting caught up in all the stuff of homeschooling. Again, like I said, if you're listening and you're not a homeschooler, you can certainly apply these principles to your life, you know, not getting caught up in all the stuff, but really getting caught up in why you're doing what you're doing and, you know, putting God first. And particularly in this book, I'm talking about uh, the homeschool journey all the way from kindergarten until I dropped my daughter off at college. What a journey it was. And really how our success was not defined by the things of this world. It wasn't defined by the perfect transcript or the perfect curriculum or getting into the perfect college. It really was defined by building our family. And, you know, that dynamic then changes now that, you know, she has um, spread her wings and she's off at college and she's her own um, adult now living her own life. You know, things are changing. But 
Looking back, the value of building our family far exceeded the value of focusing on getting the transcript just right or getting, you know, the academics just right. So I'd love for you to check the book out, and I talk all about that in there. Also, if you are um, a homeschooler, don't forget my e-courses are available. The Simplify Your Homeschool e-course is available, um, and that is a four-part video series where I talk all about how to keep it simple in your homeschool, very much, you know, in line with the book, um, but more practical ways of sharing, you know, how to keep it simple in, um, you know, schedules and clutter control and all that. And also, of course, I talk about what I always do, keeping God at the center. If you really want to simplify your homeschool, you've got to get your heart straightened up first. So it's really a heart tune-up for your homeschool. Then the Bible-Based Homeschooling eCourse is a 20-video series where I talk about, um, there are shorter videos, but each video talks about how we used the Bible to teach every subject in our homeschool one year. Um, well, with the exception of math, we, we did use math curriculum, although we used the Bible to supplement even for math. So everything from history to science to language arts to art and music and writing, it all came from our Bible studies. And so many people have, um, joined that e-course over the years to learn how we did it. So if you're interested, you can find both of those e-courses at simplylivingforhim.thinkific.com. I will also link that link in the show notes. Um, and one last thing, um, don't forget the Simply Living for Him online women's community is a free online community for all women. This has absolutely nothing to do with homeschooling. This is just a community. We are almost 1,000 members strong right now of women who just merely, you know, want to know the word, want to grow in their walk with the Lord, and are looking to do that with other women. And and so we host, I, I teach monthly Bible studies. Right now we are in the, we just began uh, two weeks ago, a Psalm 119 Bible study that I'm teaching weekly. It's a 12-week study, but you can join at any time. And um, I've taught other Bible st studies in there. Uh, one was called Overcoming Worry. One was called Simplify Your Life. One, it talks about how to study the Bible. So I have various Bible studies in there that you can have access to when you join the community that you can do at your own pace. We do monthly scripture writing and memorization challenges. So we pick out different verses to memorize for the month and different scriptures to write out for the month. We have a prayer group. We have daily devotionals. It's just an amazing place of great fellowship. It's like my own private little Simply Living for Him social media. There is no drama, no negativity. It's all Jesus. It's all about Jesus and learning to um, you know, grow in your walk with the Lord and encourage other women. It's a very peaceful place. So I would love for you just to check it out. Like I said, it's completely free. Come check it out. See if it's something you'd be interested in. You can do as little or as much as you want once you're in the community. You can join a Bible study. You can join a group. So head over to simplylivingforhim.com slash community to find out all about the Simply Living For Him online women's community. So today I wanted to talk to the mom out there who is feeling weary, who's feeling weary in your homeschool in particular. Now, we've homeschooled for, we're on our 15th year of homeschooling. So when you say weary homeschooling mom, like I get it, I get the depths of your soul. 
I really get it. I get it so much. I can tell you that there have been times in this journey where I have been worn out, you know, at the end of my rope. And I will also tell you that there's been many times where I've been on top of the mountain, right? And that's really what I write about in my new book. This is a journey, the homeschool journey. So sometimes that journey is going to involve taking a rest because you're weary or maybe you need a um, time to reevaluate or maybe you just need time to kind of slow down. And really, you know, if you're weary, that to me is kind of a little nudge from the Holy Spirit that says, you know, something's something, I'm not going to say it's not working, but something may need a little tending to. Something may need a little bit of attention to see, you know, why you're weary. Perhaps God is wanting to show you something. To me, the homeschooling journey is about so much more than academics. It's a spiritual journey for you, for your children, and for you all together as a family. So sometimes when we're weary, I really feel like God wants us to see something in our life, and He wants to teach us something and wants to grow us. And so let's, you know, not look at it necessarily as a negative thing and say, I'm just going to throw in the towel because nothing's working and I'm tired. So that must mean that I I should quit or I should send my kids to school. If you don't know, I do homeschooling consulting. So I do hour-long appointments on the phone, either FaceTime or audio calls. And I do these with homeschooling families all the time. And so this year, especially with so many people starting homeschooling for the very first time, because we have a lot of new people trying out homeschooling this year, I've met with so many people over the past year. I've been doing this a year, the consulting program. And, you know, there is really not one mom that I've ever talked to who isn't struggling in some way. I mean, that's usually why they reach out to me. Um, but there's always, you know, this overall sense of, you know, overwhelm and weariness. Like, you know, most of us feel like I'm just not doing enough or I'm I, I'm doing so much. I just, I don't know what's, you know, what is beneficial and what's just overkill. And how do I know if I'm, you know, keeping up and all these questions. And those things can really bog us down in our soul, right? So, so many things can make us weary. Number one, just the pure aspect of homeschooling, the physical aspect of homeschooling, right? You know, you're on every single day. You're not just being a homemaker and a mother and doing all of those things. You also are responsible for your child's education. So it's a, it's like a full-time job on top of everything else. And so obviously that can make you weary. And, you know, we like any job that we want to do well, we have to remember to um, treat it as such, you know. Um, make yourself somewhat of a schedule and make yourself a little bit organized and have a plan. But don't get overboard where you become like um, a slave to that schedule and that plan. Because part of the beauty of homeschooling is the freedom that it allows. And I think that a lot of times we have all the good intentions of making ourselves organized and a schedule so that we don't get overwhelmed. But it almost becomes overwhelming because we try to stick to this like grand plan. And one of the things I don't think people often realize about homeschooling is it's this natural extension of life. So 
Growing up, I was not homeschooled, and so I have the traditional public school mindset, and many of you out there as well, right? So you have this idea of like school, 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 and it takes place between these certain hours, and we have to do this and do that and stick to this schedule and get all these things in and check off the list and do all the stuff, when really... If we look at our homeschool as, okay, before your kids went to school, when they were home with you as toddlers, and they were home with you um, in the early years, and infants, right, you naturally were teaching them throughout the day. You naturally were teaching them their colors or how to eat, you know, food, how to hold a spoon, how to play nicely. You were pointing out things along the way all throughout the day. So if you think about homeschooling as just this natural extension of your family life and of your day, and it doesn't become this whole extra lifestyle that you kind of bog down on top of you, like now we're homeschoolers, so now we have to do all the things. If you look at it in a much more natural and organic way, and you incorporate your homeschool into your life rather than, you know, making it this whole entire other life on top of the life that you're already trying to live, um, that will make things 100% easier. So while homeschooling is definitely a responsibility, and it's definitely a big undertaking, if we shift our perspective, like I said, a little bit, and we realize that this is part of our life, you know, and we can teach our kids all the time from sunup to sundown. Now, there's a couple of different seasons in the homeschool uh, journey. There's the early season, which is hard and easy. Right. So, of course, me, now that my kids are, you know, grown, I'm looking back, I'm like, oh, those preschool years and those kindergarten, you know, early elementary years were so easy. But I know for the mom in the thick of it, it isn't easy. So, there's always different dynamics, right? The easy part is the schoolwork. then it was so easy, right? It's really in the early years such a joy to be able to, you know, teach your children all the things they're going to be learning because at that point they still have the wonder. They are like in awe of things. They still have so much curiosity and a natural inclination to ask questions and things like that. So there's so much of this naturalness that that they are, their natural ability to want to learn. So We often squelch that because we stick them in front of books and worksheets and drills and, you know, all these things and checklists. And often there comes the weariness because they get tired. In turn, they get cranky. And in turn, they don't want to do schoolwork. And then that makes you weary because you're over there trying and trying to get them to do all this stuff. So in the early years, when you realize, again, this is like a natural extension. You went from the early years of teaching them to walk and hold that spoon and play nice and here's a triangle and a circle to, okay, let's start learning some words, you know. And you literally have all day, from morning until they go to bed to teach. You do not have to force it into these certain hours of the day and stress everybody out. Remember that your child is still has a natural inclination to learn early on. And so go with that. When they're in the mood to learn, discuss things with them, engage with them, 
teach them things. And when you see them getting a little tired, because the little ones are going to get weary, then you pull back a little bit and you do some, you know, play that's intentional for like with fun, you know, fun stuff, but maybe educational as well. My kids, when they were really little, loved to act out things. So when we were little, when they were little and they were learning, you know, certain things in science or certain things like in history and the pilgrims or whatever it was, or say they were learning about animals, whatever it was. We were very big into, you know, acting things out. When they learned about ancient Egypt, they they made this whole Egyptian market in our living room. You know, when we learned about the pilgrims, they pretended they were on the Mayflower. When we learned about the Revolutionary War, their afternoon playtime would be, you know, they would set up these battles. When we learned about Lewis and Clark, I remember they pretended to explore in the afternoons. So there's a, so much learning that can take place through play early on. And that can eliminate a lot of your weariness, feeling like we have to do all these things. Because you'll remember that they're really learning throughout the day, more so with the hands-on stuff and with the play. And then, of course, there's also, it's okay to have free time. It doesn't always have to be, you know, educational and, and you know, they can just have fun without like an agenda. Don't forget that because that's when they use their imagination. And that's when they're going to really um, learn as well because they're going to actually, like I said, when my kids would act out things, it was because they were often just like, playing back what they learned in the morning. They didn't even realize it, but all of a sudden they were playing, you know, like uh, pilgrims and Indians or whatever, but they were they were remembering what they learned. So let them, you know, free play that way as well. And then you have the, you know, middle elementary and then up until the middle school, early middle school years, the things start to get a little bit more, you know, disciplined with schoolwork and a little bit more focused. And... <clears throat> You know, you might want to, at that time, set them on a little bit of a schedule, set them up towards a little bit more discipline, because now you're setting them up for the later years in high school, where again, they're going to have more discipline, but it doesn't have to look like the public school's idea of high school or the public school's idea of middle school. The One of the biggest ways you can eliminate weariness in your homeschool is right now to look at your family and say, what are my true goals for my family? And and hone in and focus on that. Your goals are not to uh, replicate the public school, the traditional schoolroom in your house. Your goals are not to keep up with what the, you know, moms at co-op are doing. Your goals are not necessarily to, you know, um, have your children, you know, I don't know, go to Harvard, whatever it is. Your goals have to come from God. And not from what other people are doing, and not from the internet and the expectations that come into our heads after we look at Pinterest and Instagram and Facebook and all the bloggers. Our goals have to come from God. So if you're weary, the number, number, number one thing I'm going to tell you right now to do, no matter what stage you are at on this journey, is to take a little time to just put it all away. Your kids will not suffer if you take a couple of days off. You can take a week off. Go do some fun field trips. It's a beautiful time of year right now. It's autumn. Go to the pumpkin patch. Get outside. Go apple picking. Take a little time to just enjoy each other as a family. And you as mom are going to take time intentionally every single day to spend in prayer and to ask the Lord, Lord, what is it that you want from my homeschool? I'm tired of chasing after what everybody else says is success. I want to follow you. You get one shot at raising your family, 
right? You get one shot at this. Why are we wasting it as homeschooling moms trying to replicate what the whole world is doing, what everybody else is doing? So I want you to take a break and say, Lord, I want to follow you wholeheartedly. Look that up in your concordance. Look that up in your dictionaries. What does it mean to follow the Lord wholeheartedly? Mind, body, spirit, everything. And say, I want our homeschool to revolve around you. I want you to be the foundation upon which we grow our family, which we build our family. Don't worry about the checklists. Don't worry about if your kids are older, the transcript. Don't worry about the SATs. Don't worry about, you know, are they keeping up with reading in kindergarten? Don't worry about all of the checklists right now. If you're weary, it's probably because you're trying to chase after all of those things and you haven't put God first. Because when you put God first, and I'm saying all these things because I've learned all these things over the years. That's why I talk about it. Because there was a time when I didn't keep God at the center. I write about that in the book. I write about that in all my books. And that's why I do what I do, because I feel so strongly that when you keep God at the center, when you follow after him first, when you pray and you ask him to lead you and to guide you, then you can trust that you are teaching your children in the way they should go, whether it's in life or in school right? The things of school will fall into place in their proper order under God being first and the head of everything. And when you are seeking God first and when you are following him first, then and only then can you order things in their proper priority. And so when your spirit and your soul is nourished with the word of God, spending time in prayer, spending time with him, your homeschool will then feel the effect of a mom who is nourished spiritually. You know, we want to get our homeschools in order. We want to get our homes in order, but we don't have our spiritual hearts in order. We need to get our spiritual house in order before we can get our physical house and our homeschool in order. It all starts with the heart. You know, out out of your heart is which everything flows. And that includes your homeschool. If you're like snapping at your kids, believe me, that was number one on my list when I was little, when I was little, when my kids were little of things that I, I needed to work on. I would, I would get aggravated. I would get cranky. I would snap when they were fighting. I would snap when they weren't listening. And you have to look at that and say, okay, that is a red flag because the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, self-control, patience. These things are an evidence of the Spirit working in us. When we're weary, when we're snapping, when we are irritable, when we're cranky, when we're unsure, when we're overwhelmed, those things are not evidences of the fruit of the Spirit. Those are evidences of us um, operating in our flesh. And when we operate in our flesh, we become so tired because we're not operating in the spirit. So the number one thing to do as a weary homeschool mom, as a weary woman, if you're not a homeschooler out there, is to focus on the Lord, 
and your relationship with him. That's why I say come on over and join the Simply Living for Him online women's community because it is a community for women to grow in their walk with the Lord. And I fully believe if you grow in your walk with the Lord, that will benefit your homeschool. If you grow in the walk with the Lord, that will benefit your marriage, your parenting, your family, you know, all of those things. Because out of your heart is how your attitudes, actions, behaviors, all of it flows from within. And your soul needs to be nourished. It needs to be nourished by the Word of God. You need to be in the Word of God every day. That's where we get our our power, our Holy Spirit power from. We need to be praying. That's where we get Holy Spirit power from. We need to be spending time with Him and understanding His Word and, and speaking with Him and communicating with Him. I want to read to you uh, real quick from Isaiah, Isaiah 40, starting in verse 28. It says, um, do you not, excuse me, you can't see me, but I need to put on my glasses because talk about getting to be an old mom here. I cannot see my Bible anymore without my glasses. Okay, here we go. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope on the Lord, excuse me, my alarm went off, but those who hope on the Lord, in the Lord, will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. That's Isaiah 28 to 31. The word weary there is repeated over and over. And the remedy for your weariness is the Lord and his strength. And that's what I want to tell you. Wherever you are at in your homeschooling journey, wherever you are at in your journey of life, when you are feeling weary, take it to the Lord and ask him. There are certainly practical things you need to do in your homeschool to eliminate tiredness, right? Physical tiredness. But then there's this idea of weariness. And weariness to me is more of a not just a tired, but like you're worn out. And you might be worn out inside even more than outside. And so when you are feeling weary, that is when you need to know that that is a time to go to the Lord. Take a break from your homeschool schedule. Take a break from all the things bogging you down and and go to him. And, you know, as, as your children get older, I, I'll tell you this now that I've got one in college. She's in her second year of college and, you know, I feel like such an old lady when I say this too, because moms used to say this all the time and it kind of goes in one year, year and out the other. Bigger kids, bigger problems. And it's not that there's these great big problems. Like my daughter is a very good girl, but yes, adult children, there, there are greater problems that you worry about at that time. And there are other things, you know, you never stop mothering. That's for sure. Because now she's two hours away from me every day. And so there's other different dynamics. You know, I could sometimes I'm like, oh, to go back to the days of when I stressed out, was it going to be one nap today or two? Oh, my goodness, how I wish I could go back to that. But at the time, I thought that was like the biggest deal. And it was because that was the stage I was in. Whatever stage you are in, you are entitled to, you know, what what you feel is hard. Never let someone say to you, oh, that's easy. You should see what I'm going through now. That is not, whatever stage you are in, you have the right 
to feel what you feel. So I just am saying that though, because I remember thinking like, you know, those were the biggest things. And at the time they were. And now, and I thought like, oh, when they get older, it'll get easier. And in many aspects, boy, does it. It gets a lot easier as they get older, but then in other ways it gets hard. So in order for me, even at this stage of homeschooling where I have two high schoolers, I have another senior right now. I'm getting ready to graduate another one this year. There's a lot of weighty stuff that happens senior year. Like, what are we going to do after this year? Is it going to be college? Is it going to be a gap year? Are you going to work? What are you going to do? Um, you know, there's a lot of things no matter what season you are in. And I, I can get very weary. And that's a red flag to me to say, you know. So this homeschooling journey is coming to an end. But I want to finish well. I don't want to finish with a weary heart. I want to finish well. And so it's coming to an end. And I look and I like say to myself, wow, I can't believe how fast it went. But then I have two more still home. So it's not like it's over. But no matter what stage you are in, you're going to get weary at various times, whether it's the little ones with the naps and the, you know, changing diapers and the discipline and potty training and all that stuff. Or it's the middle school age where you have puberty and adolescence and all the hormones and all that, you know, the talk and all that stuff. Or you have high schoolers where you have all those dynamics or you have adult children. There are going to be times where you're going to feel weary. I want you to remember the Lord never gets weary and he wants to give us his strength. Only through his strength can we do this thing called homeschooling. Only in his strength can we do anything that we do as humans. And so we must plug into that strength and find hope that he will strengthen us. And just like it says in this verse, and we will soar like an eagle. Don't you want to soar like an eagle each day? There are days, right? I know that you're out there and you're thinking, some days are really good, right? There are days and and you're like, why does it always have to be then, you know, a couple weeks later, it's coupled with a, for me, it was always like that. We'd be on a great high and then two weeks later, we'd have the worst week ever. (laughs) But then I look at that and I say, what is the Lord teaching me in this? If you're feeling weary, that's a question to ask. What is the Lord trying to teach me? Why am I feeling weary? Is the Lord... He's obviously wanting me to rely on him. So what is he trying to teach me in this? So ask yourself that if you're feeling weary. I want to hear from you. Whatever stage you're at in your homeschool journey, reach out to me. First of all, I would love to pray for you. So reach out and just let me know how I can pray for you. Reach out to me and let me know if, you know, there is um, something that you do that I could share or share it on your social media. Like when you see this podcast, share it in the comments um, on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you see this. Is there something that you do to fight the weariness? Let's continue this conversation as homeschooling moms to encourage each other and to point each other back to God. Let's not point each other to like worldly solutions like, oh, you know what? You just need a new curriculum. Oh, you know what? You just need a better system. You need that new meal plan. You need to make 30 meals on Sunday for the whole day. You need, you know, no, let's not look for answers in the worldly systems. Let's go back to where the one true answer for our weariness is. 
and that is in God himself. So I hope this encouraged you, and I would love for you to share this message with your homeschool friends, your homeschool groups, share this podcast on your social media. The more you do that, the more it helps me get my message out there. Don't forget that I have the e-courses available, the Simply Living, uh, the Simplify Your Homeschool e-course, as well as the Bible-based homeschooling e-course. I would love it if you would check out my new book on Amazon, The Simple Homeschool Journey, Building a Family and Not Just a Transcript, where I talk a lot more in depth about all of this stuff that we just talked about today. Um, You know, we talk about the whole journey, keeping it simple, keeping your eyes on God from kindergarten all the way up until college. Also, if you'd like to go follow me on Instagram, I'm active there pretty much every day. I play on Instagram stories. You can see a lot of my family life on there. And I've been sharing a lot of recipes lately, simple um, ideas for dinner, just a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And also, um, the YouTube channel. I do uh, devotionals every single day on my YouTube channel, so you can go check that out. I will link all these things in the show notes. And also, please join us over at the Simply Living for Him online women's community. It's completely free at simplylivingforhim.com slash community. I hope this podcast blessed you, and I hope wherever you are at on your homeschooling journey that you will find blessings and joy. Until the next time.